Does anybody in here listen to podcasts? This is not a word I've seen before, podcasts. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Anyways, there's a gentleman here who says he's making a podcast and it can help you with your problems. Apparently, all you need to do is write in a question or a problem or an issue that you're having, and he will help you sort it out. Sir, is that right? What's going on here? Hey, friends, would you gather around me while I read you some stories and negativity? Let me give you an energy lobotomy. Take bullshit, turn it into positivity. You got a problem, so does he, so does she. But I wish you could see what it is that I see. You ain't all alone. You can lay it on me. You can lay it on me. You can lay it on me. God damn it. I don't. Is this the, is podcast the word? Is that how you say it? That's how it's spelled. Is anybody going to answer me? All right, fine. Let's just let this guy do his show. Here you go, buddy. Stage is yours. Oh, boy. Welcome to the Lay It On Me podcast. My name is Noel Thomas. I am your host. I am going to listen to the things that are going on in your life, and I'm going to attempt to help you resolve those issues. Because guess what, friends? I've fucked up a lot of times, and I've learned from a lot of mistakes. And I've also learned a lot of shitty lessons. So I'm hoping to impart some of that wisdom on you. I would love for you guys to reach out to me um, with questions, uh, concerns, anything like that. You guys can reach me at my Google Voice number, which is 971 Two six six zero three two six. You can email me at layitonmeshow at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram that's at layitonmepodcast. So you can message me in any of those ways, which everybody has so far. So, um, so far, so good. But I need you guys to keep hitting me up um, if we're going to do this thing. Anyways, um, thanks so much for joining me. Um, I have a question today that I think is going to be really fun to answer. Um, even though it's not the most fun stuff, it's going to be super fun to answer. Before I get into that though, I want to tell you guys a little story. Um, I tend to get negative real quick, like right out of the gate. Um, usually things end up okay, but I have sort of a pessimistic outlook on life and I need to change that, but I, (laughs) but I often try to change it in the situation as time goes on. Anyways, long story short, I went to see Gary Clark Jr. with a buddy of mine. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Gary Clark Jr., but he is the goddamn best. Um, Such an amazing guitarist, a great songwriter, just a super talented guy. Um, And we went to see him by by circumstances uh, unbeknownst to me, a buddy that I had been talking to about the show, who got tickets like super early on, um, could not end up using them. So he sold them to me for like the price that he bought them for. Cause the resale was way too high for me to go. Anyways, long story short, I got tickets. I was super pumped. I called up my buddy, Max, who's also a Gary Clark Jr. Fan. And I was like, Hey man, let's go to the show. So we went and uh, like Max is like, yeah, man, no problem. I'll bring the, the lawn chairs. Cause we were going to Edgefield amphitheater, which is, it's just outdoor and you have your own seating. You bring your own chairs. And I go, great. And the guy who sold me the tickets goes, hey, man, like the day before the show goes, hey, man, I got some low profile uh, lawn chairs you can borrow if you're interested. And I was like, dude, I don't need you, man. My buddy Max has got it covered. And on the way to my house, Max texts me. He goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't have lawn chairs. 
And I was like, perfect. So anyways, I go, well, what's the next best thing? Oh, I'm going to grab a blanket. So I grab this blanket. We throw it in his backpack. And as we're going through security, they go, hey, sir, we need to take a look in your bag. My buddy Max opens up his bag. They pull out the blanket. And the guy goes, well, this is really big. And then Max goes, does that matter? And he goes, yeah. And so they hand it to a lady who I can only assume whose whose name is like Marjorie or something. Like she's in, you know, she's from that generation. She's rather, she's older. Um, but she pulls it out and she's about to like lay it out on the ground. And she doesn't even do that. She just like pulls it out of the bag and like puts her arms across it. And she goes, it's too big. You can't bring it in. And I go, what the fuck? There's a blanket size limit at this concert? I I have literally never heard of that. I'm so impressed that your venue is the only one in the in the world that has a blanket size venue. It's it's a there's a limit here. I I love it. I'm so thrilled. So they I go, "Well, what are we supposed to do with our blanket?" And like, by the way, these things can be folded. That's kind of what they they specialize at these blankets. You can fold them, you can make them smaller. It's insane. I know that you don't believe me, but I promise you, it can happen. I've seen it done. And they just, they wouldn't budge. They were just like, no, you can't bring it in. And I was like, okay, yeah, heaven forbid that we lay it on the ground (laughs) and sit on it. But anyways, I go, okay, well, what are we going to do? And they go, well, you can leave it out here and pick it up when you leave. And we look and turn, and there's just a pile of stuff that people were not allowed to bring in. (laughs) And they just leave it in this one spot. Anyways, it was so ridiculous. We ended up like we ended I took my jacket out. We ended up sitting down on my jacket for a little while. And then some people came by and they couldn't find a spot. So they were like, hey, can we just share like can we just share our blanket with you and also sit in this spot? And we we're like, yeah, sure. And those people ended up being pretty cool. Um, for the most part. There was one there was one moment where I was like talking to the guy and he like tried to pass me a joint a couple times and then he asked me if I wanted a beer. And I was like, no, man, I'm good. Thank you so much, though. And then, like, you could tell. He was like, oh, so you don't smoke? I was like, nope. And then he goes, so you don't drink? And I go, nope. And then he goes, so what do you do? I was like, like, for fun? Or what do you mean? He was like, well, like, party-wise. And I go, I don't do anything, man. I've been sober for, like, three years. And then I give people that chance, right, to, like, I go, oh, I've been sober for a little over three years. And then people, like, most people will back off and go, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. Right on. Good, you know, good for you. But some people were like, oh, why? And this guy was an oh, why guy. And so as soon as that happens, I I just go, okay, well, you wanted to look behind the curtain, so here we go. And I go, oh, because I'm an alcoholic and an opiate addict, so I just don't do those things anymore. And then he was like, oh, oh. And he, like, didn't really get it. I mean, he's a super nice guy, but it seemed like he didn't really get it. He was also, like, pretty, you know, he was in party mode. Um, But anyways, long story short, the night started off super negative. And I was just like, oh, here we fucking go. Like, you know, that, that, like, side of you that is just, like, old and cranky. I don't know if everybody has that side, but I have, like, that's 80% of me probably. Um, <laughs> but usually the other the other 20% prevails in some way. But anyways, the night ended up being great. Um, I got to see Gary Clark Jr., which is kind of a once-in-a-lifetime thing, um, especially because I hate going to shows. Um, <laughs> but for some people, I'll do it. Anyways, it was great. It was a great night. 
but I think that's just a good example of how uh, things can start negatively and then end up positively. Um, so anyways, I want to answer this question. Um, so my buddy uh, Miguel from Newburgh, Oregon, uh, wrote in this question and it says, what do you do when your life is going in an irreversible direction and you aren't happy? And I really, really like this question. And the reason I really like this question is because I think that everybody has probably felt this before. It's a, it's a very, it's a very common thread in the human condition to be like, Oh, life is fucking shit right now. What are we going to do? So (laughs) I love the question. I think it's a, I think it's great. Um, I felt like this tons of times, especially trying to get sober, especially trying to find a a different career path, especially in bad relationships. So, um, I've definitely felt this and it kind of, it kind of comes like, it's not so much just a, a thought or like, Oh, life really sucks or anything like that. It kind of also starts to feel, you know, like the walls are closing in on you. You kind of start to feel trapped. Um, in your own life, which is, is pretty crazy to think about. You're like, oh my God, this is my life. And I feel like trapped in a life that I don't like. So, um, I, I think that this question really hits home because just thinking about it on a day-to-day basis, like, I wish I had a different job. I wish I was doing something different is one thing, but being like, fuck man, I can't believe like, this is where I'm at at the age that I'm at. And I need to really get the fuck out of here. Um, so I want to break this down and do a couple of different things here. So, um, the, the way I want to break this down is irreversible direction versus irreversible decisions, um, identifying your path, um, getting outside your comfort zone, um, communicating to your loved ones and enjoying yourself. So those are the, those are the five thing, five things I'm going to break this, this question down into, So the first one, irreversible direction versus irreversible decisions or actions. I think something to note here that's going to, it's going to sound shitty, but I don't mean it to, um, but it's going to sound shitty is that I don't really think there, there is such a thing as an irreversible direction in, especially in your life. I just don't think that it exists. Okay. I think that it is extremely difficult and it depends on the variables that are around you, but it's extremely difficult to change your direction sometimes, but it is possible, right? So that's, that's the first, that's the first thing I want to talk about. It is possible to change your direction, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be very difficult. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is irreversible decisions or actions. So we've all made some stupid fucking mistakes in our life and they were, and, and we can't go back. We can't go back in time and fix those things, right? And it's it's shitty, and you kind of tend to dwell on it, and you kind of think like, oh no, now I'm in this situation, blah blah blah. But here's the thing: you don't have to continue to make the same mistakes. You know what I mean? Like if you get a DUI, or you fail a test, or you get fired from a job, or whatever it is, you don't have to do that again. You can use those as learning opportunities, right? You can set your, you can dig in to those shitty things that happen and go, why did this happen? How did I contribute? And how do I not do this again? Right? So those are the things, those are the things that I think are, there's a big disparity between your direction and your actions are, are very different because 
I'm all, I'm all about self-improvement. I think everybody should be trying to improve themselves all the time. Nobody's perfect. So you guys need, you know, that, that's, that's the number one takeaway, right? Like you can be a fuck up for a long time, for a long time. And people can lower their expectations of you. But guess what? You can wake up one day and go, I'm not going to be that dude anymore. I'm not going to be that girl anymore, like whatever it is. And you don't have to make the same decisions. So that's something I think I, I'm hoping that'll help uh, Miguel. Like, I hope that'll help you feel a little bit better about what's going on. Like, yeah, maybe you you fucked up, but you didn't. Um, but you don't have to still be that dude. Right. Um, the other thing, too, is giving yourself a little grace, man. Like, yeah, man, like you're in a direction right now that you maybe don't want to be going in, but you made you made the decisions that were best for you at the time. And now you're, you're reevaluating things and you're going, mm, I don't think I like this very much. That's a good thing, man. That's a, that is a great thing for you to reach a point in your life where you go, something's got to change because my happiness is not, is not firing right now. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel successful. Whatever it is, whatever the feelings are that are happening, that, that are coming with you kind of reevaluating your, your surroundings in your life, that is a totally good thing. That means that your, your brain and your body and everything is working together to say, hey, man, we can do better. Let's do better. And I just want you to really, really take that and spin it positively and think like, yeah, man, okay, I don't have to be in this, in this hole, in this like sunken, sunken little spot here. I can, I can get out, you know? So, so take that to heart. Um, the, the other thing, um, and I touched on a little bit earlier, is identifying your path. So you clearly know the path that you're on now, right? And the first step is getting off of this path. So you need to evaluate the things that are on this path now and, and find out what you want to cut out. What do you want to get rid of, man? What do you want to like remove from your life? What kind of things are keeping you in this like well-worn path that you seemingly can't get off of? Now I'm not now this is going to be the hardest part, right? Getting off of this path is going to be way harder than getting on to a new path. You've you got to try to you, you got to try to find a way to wiggle out of this, right? So if it's like if it's for example like you, it's the city that you live in and it's really killing you, or if it's a job or something like that, I know it's going to be tough, man. But you have to put in the extra time to figure out a way to get out of that city. Or to get you know to to get on um to get a different job maybe you need a different skill set I don't I don't know man I don't know what what it is that you want to do and move away from but you have to identify those things and start chipping away you got to do the work and that is that honestly is the hardest part because it requires effort time emotional energy like it, everything dude it's it's gonna be daunting but here is the great news. Once you remove yourself from that path, you get to get on a new path, one that you one that you love, one that you like, one that will give you room to grow as a person. Um, some, something that you got to be running to, right? An old an old buddy of mine used to tell me this all the time. He used to say, "Don't run away from something; run to something." Right, and I think if you have that in mind as you're as you're removing things from your life and you're trying to get off this this well worn path, I think that you will um, I, I think that you'll be motivated by where you're headed. So try to break things down in that in that sense. 
Um, the next thing is get outside your comfort zone. So because right now you, um, it, it sounds like you're not super pumped on, on what's happening in your life. I do want to, I do want to p- spin this a little bit positively and say, look, where you're at right now is not where you thought you'd end up. Correct. I, I'm only assuming so because you're, you're not happy with it. So what I would say is I bet because you're in this spot, you are so good at some things that you didn't know you were going to be good at. You're so good at some things you didn't know you were going to be good at. You have learned so much from being, you know, being in the situations that you're in now. And you've kind of, you know, whether you like it or not, you've evolved as a person because you didn't really, it seems like you didn't really get to choose some of the things that are going on. So now take these opportunities to be like, I'm, I'm rounding out as a person. I'm doing some things that I, I didn't really necessarily set out to do. But guess what? I'm learning. So try to pick out the nuggets of positivity that are in your situation. You know what I mean? Like try to, try to find a way to go, look, I, you know, I fucking hate this job or I, you know, I hate my, my family life or like whatever it is. And just go, but you know what, man, I'm, I'm now super good. Like I basically just went to school for the last three years because I learned all this shit at my job and now I can apply it to something that I love or like, oh, I'm, I have, I have kids now and I don't have time for myself. I'm so sorry, guys, just, just to kind of level set this, I'm just making up scenarios of, about what might be going on with Miguel because the question is just very like, it's just very straightforward. So I'm just picking things. I don't actually know what's going on. So um, I'm just giving examples. But like, look, if you have if you have kids now, you feel like you don't have any time for yourself. You know, think about how selfless you've become as a human being, how beautiful that is, and what a great trait it is to have. And you know what? All you need to do is go back the other direction and be a little bit selfish and get things for yourself too. But I'm saying like you've learned a very valuable skill set and a very valuable lesson about life from the situation that you're in now. I guarantee it. If you look if you look for the positives of what's going on, I promise you there are some. You just got to find a way to spin it, man. And I'm I I'd, I'd love to help you more. You can you know, you can always reach out to me. Um we can talk about this more in private, but I'm just giving you like I'm just trying to give you a little bit of that sauce, dude. Um so so take it, you know, take it at, at the value that I'm trying to give it at is these are just ideas. It's just ways for you to try to maybe think about your situations differently. Um, and then finally, not finally, but uh, second to last is communicate with your loved ones, right? Man, I can't tell you how valuable it is to speak with the people that you love and care about, your friends, your family, and let them know what's going on with you. Like, man, I'm, I'm not happy because of this. Can you help me dissect it? Man, I'm you know I feel like my life is not going in the direction that I that I want, and I and these are the things that I think would make me feel better and all that stuff. Man, your community, your support group, all those things, man. These these are the people who are going to help you figure out a way to get what you need. And if they're not, if they're not trying to help you figure out what it is that you need, I would I would question how much they they care about you. You know, because any, anybody that I cared about that came to me and said, hey, I'm having a problem, here's the problem, I would immediately try to help out with that, find, find solutions, give them options, um, work with them on things. And I, if you're not getting that from the people that, that are around you, 
you need to find yourself a different support group. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. Um, and like I said, man, you can always reach out to me about stuff like that, but you gotta, you gotta put this stuff out in the open, right? I, I write a lot. I journal a lot. I write a lot. And it's because if I keep things and thoughts and feelings and stuff like that in my head, they're just going to bounce around in there and get stronger and more toxic and just shitty. And I just, so I just try to get them out. I get them on the page I fucking love writing for that reason because I just get to exercise all these like weird demons I have. And then, uh, you know, it's a twofold process. Then I go back and talk to people about what I wrote. Um, Not, you know, not verbatim or not word for word, but I go and talk to people about what I'm feeling and how I feel. You know, I talk to my girlfriend, my friends, my family, everything like that. And I think, honestly, if you ask enough people, you'll get a good solution because if you surround yourself with people that care, everybody's going to have some input, you know, especially if you ask them for it. So out of all those, you know, all those people contributing, I guarantee you can find some space to, to work on some things or get better, um, improve your situation. And then, and then the final thing here is enjoy yourself, right? I feel like right now, man, you're, because your life is kind of going in a direction that you're not super pleased about, you probably aren't, focusing on positives, um, which is totally understandable. I don't want to, I don't want to be one of those people who just says, think positively and then like have it happen. I know that's not, that's not the case. It requires work, but what you do need to do is you need to have a getaway weekend. You need to, um, I don't know what your thing is. Maybe it's, maybe it's video games. Maybe it's playing guitar. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's drawing, you know what I mean? Like, so you need to do something, just be like, look, hey, fam, hey, friends, hey, job, like whatever it is, I need some time to myself to like get my shit on track. And that that can be just, you know, going away for a weekend or, or like um, just taking an entire evening to just do exactly what it is that you want to do. Um, like for me, I like to go and see movies a lot. I like to go th- see them by myself sometimes. Um, and just going away to do that is such a treat for me, man, because I, I don't have a a bunch of time to, to do a bunch of other stuff, but I love movies and, you know, I love being an introvert, (laughs) being an introvert. So that's like a beautiful marriage of those two things. And sometimes that just helps me recharge and it just makes me feel like I'm still in control of my schedule and everything like that. I try to make myself really busy to distract me from, um, negatives, um, which is not, I'm not saying that's the best route to go, but I do, I do tend to do that. And I think that, you know, going to a movie by myself is, is a tool that I use to help me feel like, yes, I'm busy and yes, I'm distracting myself, but I still get to do some of the things that I want to do. And I still get to relax and, and have fun and, and enjoy things. Um, so those are my, I, I really hoping this helps, man. Um, I would love if, if you would reach back out and let me know if this advice helped. Um, if you have any other details that you want to provide with this question, um, that I can answer, uh, more of, I'd be happy to address those in another episode, um, and just maybe dig in a little bit deeper. Um, but I really appreciate it, man. And, um, I, I'm hoping that, um, this stuff helps. I'm hoping that you find a little bit of space to, to be selfish and do some things for yourself and, um, that things start to get a little bit better. And, um, just remember I'm here for you, brother, and, and reach out whenever you need it. 
Um, all right, Miguel. Um, good luck, man. And everybody, thanks for joining today. Um, like I said, please write in. Um, I'll do my best to answer these things. And um, I just um, just know that if you do write in, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to treat it with as much care and um, and love as I can. Even though the, some of the questions I have coming up are pretty funny, um, and those you know those will just be funny to talk about. Um, I definitely do want to do everything I can to try to give people tools to stay positive because um, I I I know trust me I know the struggle. Um, I, I've been through a lot of it and I just don't want to have people go through it that don't need to. Um, so anyways, I appreciate y'all. Um, have a good week and or weekend, and I will be talking at you, uh, soon.